You're listening to Purpose Inspired, a podcast series by myself, Wayne Visser. This season is based on my book, Sustainable Frontiers, Unlocking Change Through Business, Leadership and Innovation. Increasing Importance of Sustainability Ratings Sustainability reporting by business, whether at a corporate or product level, is only one face of transparency. On the other side, we find sustainability ratings produced by third parties to assess the performance of companies. The development of ethical investment funds and indexes, from the early pioneering work of the Pax World Fund and Domini Social Index, through to FTSE for Good and the Dow Jones Sustainability Indexes, has resulted in the growth in a number and sophistication of sustainability ratings around the world. Eric Wan, director of Globescan, believes that ratings will become more important, more numerous and more mainstream over time. The conclusion is supported by Sustainability's Rate the Raters report, which found that 51% of sustainability experts think ratings are more important than they were three years before in driving corporate sustainability performance, while 63% believe they will be more important in three years from then. In fact, sustainability's Rate the Raters research analysis identified over 100 rating systems already in existence. These provide a critical counterbalance to sustainability reporting, since independent third parties typically administer ratings. Darby Hobbs, CEO of Social3, suggested that in the next five to eight years, you'll probably see a lot more momentum in the sustainability ratings area. Furthermore, says Mark Toulay, program manager at GISR, the sustainability map is coming into focus. Specialist sustainability firms like Robico Sam, which manages the Dow Jones Sustainability Index, covering 59 industries and hundreds of companies, have evolved to reflect the increasing complexity of the ratings game. The maintenance of a rating methodology, being able to identify key issues on a yearly basis and engaging with all these companies, notes Sustainability Operations Manager Manjit Jus, really is a significant undertaking. Michael Sadowski, director at the think tank advisory firm Sustainability, believes that raters need to be valuable and focus on the right issues for companies. Ratings that try to deliver information to everyone will fail. The tighter the audience, he concludes, the more likely they will be to succeed. Quality is also the most important thing, yet Too many ratings have not invested in quality systems, processes and outputs until now. As the market for sustainability information evolves, so too has confusion as to the roles and interrelationships among various players across the ratings value chain. However, working together, the data disclosers, assurers, aggregators, analysts, raters and users can create positive feedback loops. A change in any one component sends ripple effects to the other components through the creation of a virtuous cycle of learning and innovation and synergy. The proliferations of ratings offer investors and other stakeholders a rich pool of sustainability information and performance assessment.
but this has also come at a cost. Users of ratings, particularly capital markets, but also customers, employees, communities and others, are hard-pressed to discern which ratings merit their attention and meet their decision-making needs. Therefore, standardization, comparability and consistency are urgently required. Currently, no generally accepted methodology for this alignment has emerged, but the Global Sustainability Rating Initiative is trying to respond to this challenge. Consolidation of Sustainability Ratings Agencies Antoine Mach, co-founder of Covalens, believes that the growth and diversification of ratings over the next years will ultimately be followed by the market settling on a few winners of different rating types based on quality due to demand. Elena Evasani, Product and Sustainability Manager at Oracle, believes this is happening already. She says we already see an increasing proliferation of sustainability rating systems, but also a consolidation in terms of the common international standards, driven by the adoption from regulators and by governments over the long term. That is not surprising, as demand increases for business to provide a variety of ESG-related information to different rating agencies, from ethical fund managers and sustainability indexes to sustainability award institutions and activist organizations, large listed companies are suffering from questionnaire fatigue. This is made more acute by the lack of indicator standardization and the proliferation of would-be data users. According to the six growing trends in sustainability report by EY, some large companies respond to more than 300 customer surveys each year and the number of sustainability-related inquiries from investors and shareholders continue to increase. The likely consequence is that companies will start to push back or simply ignore requests from all but a few ratings agencies that they judge to be the most important or influential. As a result, we expect to see a consolidation of traditional sustainability ratings agencies, much like the financial ratings became dominated by the likes of Standard & Poor's, Moody's and Fitch Group. Socially responsible investment advisor Steve Pine thinks we need to get to a point where there are two or three renowned places with sources that can be trusted. This needs to be accessible too. It's too easy at the moment for large companies not to worry because the mainstream public don't have enough information or rating systems which individual consumers and investors can both turn to for clear information. However, according to Darby Hobbs, CEO of Social Media 3, it could be eight years or more before the market begins to settle, as many agencies have invested heavily in their respective methodologies. Mark Toule, Program Manager at Global Initiative for Sustainability Ratings, is a little more bullish. He believes that when we get perspective, we'll see it's a renaissance period in terms of innovation and interest in transition from viewing sustainability factors as value versus values based. Demand for more transparency by ratings agencies. 
According to the Edelman Trust Barometer, only one in four of the general public trust business leaders to correct issues, and even fewer, one in five, to tell the truth and to make ethical and moral decisions. Two-thirds of the 1,000 CEOs surveyed felt business is not doing enough to address sustainability challenges, which is one likely reason why there is a trust deficit. Good performance on independent sustainability ratings is one way to counter these low levels of trust. However, it also leads stakeholders to question how the raters produce their ratings. Unfortunately, as commercial entities, many of these ratings agencies regard their assessment methodologies as competitively sensitive intellectual property. Most raters develop and maintain proprietary methodologies in order to protect commercial interests. Eric Wan, Director of Sustainability at Globescan, calls this proprietary approach to ratings methods a black box technique, which is not going to be very sustainable in the long term due to the lower credibility and the fact that they don't provide an avenue to trust. Alan White, Vice President and Senior Fellow at TELUS Institute, has stressed that this gap is problematic in different ways for different users. For investors that regularly engage companies in efforts to elevate their ESG performance, opacity is a serious obstacle to efficient and effective dialogue. For corporate directors, widely variable scores impair the execution of fiduciary duties to oversee the firm's strategy and performance. For governments that might use ratings as a basis for procurement decisions, incomplete information is an obstacle to designing policies geared to screening companies on performance in areas such as human rights and climate. As a result, demand for rating transparency is becoming stronger. When ratings are transparent across a variety of facets, their methodologies, their results, how they manage potential conflicts of interest, they build trust and stimulate demand for their products. Gen generally, trust in ratings is up, although NGOs dip slightly, while trust in investors and analysts has increased. The latest survey of which rater is best shows that specific ratings, such as the Carbon Disclosure Project, rank top, closely followed by the Dow Jones Sustainability Index. NGOs fare especially well as raters, but there are demands for more transparency with how their ratings are achieved. Among the traits considered most important when choosing raters, according to sustainability's research, are profile, credibility, transparency of methodology and results, management buy-in or recognition of the rating or the brand behind the rating, quality of approach and methodology and relevance of approach and criteria to a company's sector or context. Beyond rated transparency, the challenge of inconsistency and integrity are both critical. It is suggested that many ratings methodologies rely heavily on backward-looking indicators measuring last year's performance as opposed to what will happen in the future over the long term. When ratings over-rely on past performance and under-represent indicators that predict future company performance, Investors and other users are left with a deficit on insight as critical questions 
remain unanswered.